Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome everybody. This is Robert from Don't Bring Up God. I hope you can hear me okay. I'm doing the show over the phone. Yeah, my computer's all wacky. Or either I'm all wacky. It's one of the two. We just couldn't get it going today. So we're going over the phone. We started off this way and then went over the computer. Hopefully next week... The computer will be back, and you guys can hear me a little bit clearer. I'm not even sure if we can take phone calls today. I have no idea. My radio doesn't even work. Nothing works today. Oh, well. Too bad. That's just the way it goes. The show must go on somehow, some way, right? Well, evidently, this is the best we can do. So let's commence. Yeah. I'm all out of whack, no doubt. All out of sync. Don't know what which end is up. But too bad. Here we go. Ah! Hey, years ago, there used to be a lot of little fruity gift shops smelling like scented candles all over the place. But not anymore. They all got absorbed by the big craft stores and Walmart. Absorbing like a stinking rectangular sponge does to water that's been in your sink for the last eight months. Hey, you know, you got to switch those things out. Spreading fungus, disease, bacteria. Yeah. Now, these craft stores have all kinds of interior signs for your house. There's a bunch of them, but one of the more popular ones is faith, hope, and love. A lot of things just written on a lot of a lot of times rather I heard a noise threw me off I, again this phone I'm, I'm talking over the speaker not sure if I should do regular talk or speaker talk I've been conditioned to keep it away from my head thinking the the waves that you don't see through the phone that go through the air crush your brain and create tumors who knows what goes on so I'm talking over the speaker phone Maybe I should do it the other way. Too bad, too late. Where was I? Craft stores, yeah. Bunch of them. Um, and they have these signs, as I was talking about. And a lot of them that you see in houses, there's a common one. It's called Faith, Hope, and Love. You see that written on the board, on the narrow board. Faith, Hope, and Love. Uh, a lot of times they have decorations and fluff around it somehow. But it's faith, hope, and love. Do we know what faith, hope, and love means? We say to ourselves, yeah, yeah, we've got to keep the faith. Hope is eternal. Love is what makes the world go round. We all have impressions and ideas of faith, hope, and love. But what does the Bible actually say? What exactly is faith? Well, the book says... Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So according to this, we at times may not have any proof or evidence backing our faith. That's why many times in the Bible it says live by faith, not by sight. But faith in what? Faith in your cats, that they won't knock over the lit candles in your living room? You can't trust them to do that. Well, you can't. They'll knock them over, start a fire, and then to add insult to injury, they'll laugh right in your face. And cats, they don't even know how to laugh. 
but they still do somehow. You know they are, with their smug disposition. How dare they? Who do they think they are? We have faith in what? Well, we have faith in all the promises, the thousands of promises by God and Jesus in the Bible. We have faith in those along with the entire book, naturally. The whole Word of God, everything we think, say, and do, should be based on the Word of God and the promises of Jesus Christ. That's what faith means. That's precisely what we believe in. And because of that, we then can have hope in our lives, hope of better things to come, of achieving goals and aspirations, hope of finishing school or opening up a business, hope of winning the game, raising a family, paying the bills, hoping for so many things as long as it's within the perimeter of the Word of God. Without faith and hope, we're dead in the water, just like I almost was. Dead in the water with no show this morning. I was kind of like panicking. I had to call my wife to calm me down. She's so much smarter than me in the computer. I was hoping she could fix it. I don't know. Something about a password and thing that popped up that I had to put in and, and my email account. or I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. I guess I'll have to find out. I'll have to experiment. Anyway. The book says, let's see, where was I? Dead in the water, yeah. Our faith is the foundation, of course. The book says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. People say that there's 100% evidence of the validity and existence of God Almighty. Well, if that was the case, you wouldn't need faith now, would you? It would be all facts and figures. Faith is believing without seeing. It fills in the gaps. Like heavy makeup on a 48-year-old woman who's attempting to fill in the wrinkles. <laughs> and, so, and sometimes so desperately so. You older women out there, you've got to lighten up. Give yourself a break. Expose your wrinkles for all to see. Be proud of them. It's who you are. You don't need to be fake and hide them anymore. Emancipate yourself. The Emancipation Proclamation or whatever that is. Emancipate yourself. Free yourself up. How come guys don't have to worry about wrinkles? All of a sudden, that's, oh, that's so masculine. Yeah. Uh, the musk oozes from your wrinkles somehow. For guys, it's okay. Who made that rule? Well, if it's okay for guys, it should be okay for women. You don't got to cake in with icing, all that, all, the, all those wrinkles and, and gashes. I got like a dent on the side of my head. I noticed that. Where did that dent come from? You got to be kidding me. It's a dent. It's a, it's a dent. Who knows what happens to your head and face, but accept it. Accept it and move on or die. You're talking about it being mandatory for all of us to wear a mask. Really? How about standing on one leg and clucking like a chicken? Bark, 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 bark. 
How about wrapping your entire body in saran wrap, poking just one hole for only one nostril to breathe? How about wearing a World War II gas mask like I do, even in the shower? How about everybody shutting their big pie hole and not telling somebody else what to do? If you want to sterilize, hermetically seal it and quarantinalize your body and pets, then have at it, you scaredy cats. This isn't Simon Says, where we blindly follow along without question. We still have our freedoms here in the U.S. of A. And here at Don't Bring Up God on W.A.E.B. So just take off your nitro gloves, missy. Long enough to call us live at 610-720-7900. Yep, 610-720-7900. Yeehaw! Now, every Sunday morning before the show, I click a button on my computer. And a new screen pops up, and then the board guy calls me, and then we go for an hour. I, I click it today, and it's asking me for passwords and email addresses. I got like a hundred of them for a hundred different things. I don't know which one I used. I don't even know if I wrote it down. So I couldn't use the mechanism over the computer to do the show today. Yeah, I'm all out of whack. I didn't even know if it was going to happen, so we're doing it over the phone. I don't think I can take calls today because of it. Eh, I got to get back in that studio. Well, what's Wolf doing? Did he, didn't he open up this dump of a place that, that all businesses are... No, not that WAB is a dump of a place. I just, that just came out referring to the whole world, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to make this worse than it is. The board guy will cut me like a branch on a hedge with a hedge clipper. He'll just cut me in a second. I'll drop to the ground. I'll have nothing. My point is, what's Wolf doing? Open up this place. It's insane already. I got to get back in the studio. It's like my oxygen tank. I can't breathe without it. Oh, it's so beautiful in a studio. Just the word studio. Is a beautiful sounding word. Studio. Got to go to the studio, whether to cut some more music in your band, maybe a beautician studio, an art studio, a radio studio. Uh, you use that word studio, you're having a great time as long as you're in there. Studio. 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 Didn't that one singer? It wasn't a studio. Who was that? That bald guy in the 80s. Studio. I don't know. I don't quite got it right. But I think you got the message. What was his name? Phil Collins. Studio. How'd that go? Well, you can just put in the word studio. Studio. Anything with a studio. You're having fun. You're having a great time. This wolf guy, he's got to let me in there. I'm going to sneak in there. Board guy, I know you're there every Sunday morning. I'm going to get in there somehow, whether you like it or not. How's that? I mean, I know it's not you. It's Wolf. Ah. This ain't right. I didn't sign up for this. What's going on? Anyway. All right, get back on topic. All right, raspy today. I'm raspy. Well, you would be too. Whole system thrown out of whack. Hey, where was I? Now, there are a lot of reasons and evidence 
to believe in God the Father. There absolutely is, but there are some holes within your argument that need faith, whether you know it or not. Uh, yeah, it's blind faith that sometimes we have to cling to. There's no two ways about it. By true faith, all things are possible. Even the impossible becomes possible now through faith. You think Moses could have told all the people that everything's going to be okay? All you got to do is be still as Pharaoh's armies were coming to kill everybody? Do you think Moses could have lifted his staff and parted the Red Sea without a strong faith in God Almighty? Moses, he acted exclusively on faith. There was no other reason and rationale for his actions, splitting the sea. Yeah, who can do that? That's against all scientific rules and regulations. Just ask Wall. Although, I guess we can't ask Wall today because we got no phones. Eh, I don't even know if my radio's working right. Nah, no phones today, guys. You can call next week. And we'll get back to normal somehow, some way. But splitting the Red Sea, that could never be done. But yet it happened because Moses had all the faith in the world to carry it out and see it through. The book says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can tell this mountain move from here to there, and it would. Jesus here is talking about uh, the mountain moving from here to there, that's hyperbole. That's, that's hyperbole to make a point. Hey, he's exaggerating to make a point. I don't think that there's any documented evidence that somebody actually moved a huge, gigantic mountain, for instance, from Allentown to Easton. I don't think that's possible. Although Joe Biden might claim to do such a thing. He claims to be able to do anything, like Superman, when he and he barely can get out of bed and find his reading glasses. Who's he kidding? Biden. Just knock it off. I'm hoping in a debate next week, if they have it, this coming week, whatever, halfway through, he should just look in the camera and say, you know what? This charade has gone on long enough. I'm an old man. Everybody knows I'm an old man. I'm not fit for this position. I didn't even want to do it. They ordered me to do it. The powers that be, the Democrat Party, they ordered me. I can't deny them. Once they ordered me to do something, they made me millionaires, me and my family, beyond my imagination. How can I say no? They're like the mafia. They might lay down a punishment on me that I just don't want. So I had to run for president. So just explain that and say, you know what? What the heck is that? <laughs> Uh, what what the heck? Am I still on the air? I, I hope I'm still on the air, yeah. Walt just called me. Are you out of your mind, Walt? You can't call me on my phone. I'm using it to do the show. Walt trying to sneak on the show any way he can. The technology isn't equipped give, to have two on one. I'll be disconnected. Walter, nice try, but that's not going to work. Anyway, what was I talking about? Biden. Yeah. Yeah, so halfway through, he should just say, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm not running for president any longer. Let that, let that wacky, unlikable vice president take over if she can. I'm out of here. 
Just vote for Trump. I'm voting for Trump. That's what that's what Biden would say. I'm voting for him. Why don't you? And then just whimper away. Give Trump a hug and a kiss on the cheek and wish him good luck. That's it. No more. Everybody would applaud him. Like I said, if Trump wins the election, there'll be one man more happier than Trump, and that will be Biden. He wants none of this. Are you out of your mind? He lives in luxury. By the swimming pool. Uh, all right, enough of him. Where was I? Okay. So, yeah, I don't think a mountain was moved anywhere. But, yeah, but it's clear what Jesus meant. All right? He's uh, moving a mountain, and uh, it's hyperbole once again. I think we can agree on that. And I, I don't know why we don't take advantage of such a thing when, when Jesus tells us that if we have faith the size of a of a little seed, we can move mountains. I and mean, hey, he's not he's not just whistling Dixie. Let's take advantage of all that, and don't think small and shortchange yourself as long as your hopes are in are within the plan of God. Great things can happen. God will work all inspiring marvels by our side, as the Bible attests to. That's all included in the unlimited love God has for us and his interest in our well-being. So there's an absolute power in faith from God for us to use. Many times Jesus healed people because of their faith. The book says, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. Did everybody hear that? Your faith has made you well. Your faith is what heals you. So without the faith, there is no improvement of your particular situation. The faith is what makes the difference. And it doesn't matter what other people say. Stop listening to other people. Other people cockeyed opinions. Get out of here. They say, oh, you're in fantasy land. You live in a fantasy world that just doesn't make sense. You're lying to yourself. You're making things up out of thin air. No, that's not what's going on here. It may appear that way to outsiders and non-Christians, but, that, but that's nowhere near what's happening. We are simply following God Almighty's instruction. Instructions, more than one. That's what we're doing. And in the things you hope for, nothing is off the table, as long as it's consistent with the Word of God and God's promises. Yeah, we got to remember that. we got to remember that every day of our lives. And it has to be consistent with God's promises and what the Bible says. You can't, for instance... Hope for all the girls in the office to gain 35 pounds in order for you to become the most attractive in the office. You can't hope for that in order to catch the eye of the new salesman named Todd or Tony. Oh, here comes Todd. Here comes Tony. No, you can't do that. Get on the treadmill like everybody else. You know, I like doing it over the phone. I'm more raspy. I like being raspy. I haven't been raspy in a while. 
Imagine that. We've had so many great matchups throughout the years in boxing, football, and even in elections. 2020 will be no different if Joe Biden runs against, for instance, a, a broomstick. What a great competition that would be. Or perhaps run against a shoebox. Wow, that would be too close to call. Or if Joe Biden would run against a tree stump. What a nip and tuck battle that would be. Or maybe run against a common housefly. Can you imagine the debates? Let's face it, he could compete as long as he's not running against a healthy thinking human being over the age of seven. And by the way, Hunter, come on back to the CCP. They got another cool billion dollars for you. We are Don't Bring Up God, and we approve this message. We air every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB 790 AM. Call in your ballot live at 610-720-7900. That's 610-720-7900. Yeah, today we're not taking calls. Uh, This computer thing went on the blink. I'm going to have to investigate. I don't know what's going on here. Something is amiss. Hopefully next week we'll get back to normal. So once we have strong faith, then we can continue to have strong hopes. The book says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now, do Christians still go through hardships? Of course we do. But we also are entitled by the grace of God to receive blessings and genuine benefits. You think God Almighty wants to destroy us and keep us down in the dirt, in the mud of the swamp? No. Just like a parent and kids, a parent wants the best for them. Just like God wants the best for us on earth and in heaven, the book says, through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. The Bible, it's a beautiful book, device situation. The Bible, it's like a big bucket of hope, a big giant vat of ice cream, a big dumpster of tree clippings just run through the wood chipper. Do you get the idea? Or do I got to keep going along with these analogies? Huh? Have you had enough? You know, watching Criminal Minds, you'd think those wood chippers were built for dead bodies, specifically. Yeah. Such gross, disgusting storylines. Too many negative thoughts and images with that show. Not really fond of it. Not really fond of it. I used to say that when I was a kid, thinking about life. And I would tell my friends, you know, I'm not really fond of life. They thought that was so funny. I wasn't trying to be funny. I'm not really fond of life. Not that I would ever exit deliberately. No way. That, that would, that, no, that would... 100% 100% be out of my head, and still is. But I would make that opinion. I'm not fond of life. I could be not fond of life. And as I get older, i got to tell you, that's pretty much in line with the Bible, because the Bible says, have no love for the world. And if you're friends with the world, you have enmity with God. And Satan is the God of this world. So when I say, I'm not really fond of this world, I'm not really fond of life as we know it on this earth. I don't think that's so distinct from what the Bible says. I don't think we should be fond of this life. Look what's going around you. 
look outside your window every now and then. The disasters and the pain and suffering people go through. The oppressing people out there, oppressing poor innocent victims. If you really take a good look at it, you wouldn't be fond of life either. I mean, I enjoy it. I'm enjoying it now, even though I sound raspy. I, I, you know, there's plenty of things to enjoy, but overall, no, I'm not really fond of how it works. I, I said several times, if I was God, and I never am and never will be, thank God for that. But if I was God, I, I, I would come up with a different system. I don't like the system. I mean, uh, of of us going our own ways and burning bridges and causing trouble and problems upon ourselves mostly and then realizing after we hit the wall that our way doesn't work and then we go God's way and so forth. Hey, it is what it is, and I'm glad Jesus is there to rescue us, no doubt about it. But again, I'm still really not fond of how it operates and of life in general. I can say that, and I and you, so can you. But at the same time, you give 100%, you fight the good fight, you move on, you do the best, you just smile throughout life, you help your family and friends and everybody else. You know, it works out. And you got to do what you got to do, but the real prize is in heaven, that's for sure. Uh, you compare this life to heaven, some people think this life is so much better than heaven. Are you out of your ever-loving mind? Uh, all right, I think I made my point quite clear. All right, what are we talking about? So when life breaks you down time and time again, and it does sometimes, sometimes not, but when it does, when you get discouraged and feel like giving up, open that book, the Bible. The Bible will encourage and refresh us every time, and we need to be refreshed every day of our lives. We do. Because as we know, this world is run by Satan. Satan, unfortunately, calls the shots down here much of the time, even though it must all be allowed by God Almighty for his reasons and purposes. Regardless, Satan has access to our lives. He wants to break you, destroy you, make you feel like crap, and ultimately kill you to keep you away from Jesus at all costs. He doesn't want you to receive God's grace and the Holy Spirit, which propels you into the afterworld, the after-party, as I call it, without, of course, the booze and dancing girls. Come on, you guys, get that out of your head. Uh, I'm not even going to go there. Some other time. But no, no booze, no dancing girls, no. And none of those uh, annoying party streamers and noisemakers at parties, you know, sometimes you can overdo that, all right? Just as a little reminder to you party planners out there and birthday preparation people, Satan knows his ultimate ending. He knows how it's going to end for him. There's no question there, which is severe pain and suffering endlessly throughout eternity for him. He's in major trouble. He ain't getting out of it. Like you get, like when you get in trouble with your, with your dad when you're a kid at your uncle's house. And your, your dad says, you wait till we get home. Oh, 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 nobody likes to hear those words. You wait until we get home. Ha, ha, ha. You know what's awaiting for you, right? 
And that's what God is basically saying to the devil. You wait until you get home. You wait until this life is over. And the devil knows full well what's going to happen. Absolutely he does. You've heard that expression, misery loves company, right? He wants his destiny to be your destiny. But as long as we believe and follow Jesus, that will never happen. The book says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Now, what about love? And by the way, I, I'm enjoying myself a little bit more than usual doing the show. I, I guess it's because uh, my feathers were ruffled. I couldn't get on the computer to do the show. I'm doing it through my phone. But I like it this way. I miss, I miss my feathers being ruffled. We might have to do this every week in some way. Huh, I have to think about that. Now, what about love? Let's talk about love. Love, love, love. Dun, 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 dun. Of course, you realize there's different kinds of love. The love you have for your parents, family, love for a friend, the love of a husband and wife, the love of your mutt, your doggy, your cats too. Yeah, yeah, cats can give love and take love. All right, I'll, I'll go with that. Although I was never on the receiving end of a cat's love. Although the one time I went out with a girl, and she had a cat roaming, roaming the countryside in her apartment. And I got to tell you, this cat was just staring at me, evaluating me, putting me on the witness stand. Who does he think he is, or she, or whatever it was? And I got to tell you, this girl did not warm up to me until the cat warmed up to me. Until the cat eventually came over and rubbed my leg and kind of accepted me. Only then did this girl accept me. Well, what kind of voodoo is that? I don't need to answer to a cat, let alone this girl, or let alone this girl, let alone a cat, one way or the other. What the heck was going on there? Do we, do we let cats rule our lives? Although animals do have that sixth sense. All of a sudden, a dog can start barking like a lunatic when somebody just comes through the door, and other times, they don't love them and, and lick them to death. What is that? I'm thinking if a dog is mean all of a sudden to somebody that just comes in, he's sensing something that ain't right, that ain't right. And then I look cross-eyed at the person. I, I'm thinking, what are you hiding? Who are you really? Do I even know you? Because my dog evidently does, and he don't approve of you. So get out. Aha! Yeah, those animals, they have a sixth sense. All right. Love of an animal. And there's also love for God. Different types of love that most of us experience at one time or another. Sure we do. Not one love. One love doesn't cover everything. Does love in some situations have qualifications and conditions sometimes? Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, when, you, when you're loving a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you've you got to prove that love, uh, maybe a potential husband or wife. you got to prove it. It's easy to say the words and talk and talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to say, uh, you, 
what people hear sometimes. That's what that's what people will say to themselves. I'll just tell her what she wants to hear. No, that's not right. You're lying. That can't be good. No. You gotta prove your love for somebody by your behavior. Isn't that much more important than just saying it? I know a guy in a club years ago, he would walk up to a girl he never met and he would say, You know what? You're in love with me, but it just quite hasn't hit you yet. Get it time. Pretty good icebreaker, wouldn't you say? Sometimes he got smiles and conversation afterwards, sometimes a phone number, and other times he got a smirk and a snarl as they ran away, no doubt proceeding to call the police. Yeah, my friend could be very scary, especially when he didn't shave, comb his hair, wear a shirt. The book says, so now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. It also says, without love, you are a noisy gong, a clangy cymbal. So you can attempt to help somebody with all your intelligence, expertise, and experience, but if you don't actually have love for that person, you might as well be talking to the wall because that person won't receive it because they don't feel a caring love connection there. It's got to be there. Your caring and kindness must overflow when you attempt to help somebody. Many times people register that and don't even hear your words for the most part. So let's not make this mistake in the future. You might want to start your helpful dialogue off with a nice warm hug this time. Hugs, they go a long, long way, and we don't use them nearly as much. I've been on this wretched planet for 87 long, rolling years, sitting on my back porch rocking chair. I'm old, just like Biden. I forget, just like Biden. I lose my train of thought, just like Biden. But there's a couple of things I don't do. I don't grope women and girls like Biden. I don't tell weird stories about my leg hair and swimming pools like Biden. And I don't run for president when I no longer can remember what 8 times 7 is like Biden. He belongs in a rocking chair next to mine on the porch. I'm like an old hairy owl perched up on an even older oak tree. I can see everything from here. Hey, who's that? Young whippersnapper kid on my lawn again. Hey you, get off my lawn! My Iota, Martha, Martha! Get me my phone, so I can call 911. Yeah, you are my lord, I see you. By the way, this is Don't Bring Up Gun on WAEB 790 AM. If you want to call the show, it's 610-720-7900. I see you! Hey everybody, today we're not taking phone calls. I'm not doing it over my computer in my basement this time. I'm doing it over my phone due to technical difficulty. I'm going to have to figure that out somehow, some way later. So, we're talking about love. And as we know, God has for us 100% unconditional love. Absolutely, he does. It's not like our flimsy love, which depends on if your girlfriend keeps the 20 pounds off or not, or if your boyfriend keeps his $150,000 car or job and car, the convertible two-seater. No, it doesn't depend on that. God loves us no matter what we do. Now, that's not to say that he will withhold necessary punishment for our outright sins and disbelief. It's definitely a double-edged sword there. Don't make the great mistake of thinking God is so kind and loving, which he is, and that he won't respond to your blatant disrespect, hatred, and outright blasphemy. Remember that God is fair and just, according to what he instructs us to do in the Old Testament, and especially in the New. 
If we never accept Jesus and become born again with a new attitude and disposition, with faith, hope, and love in Jesus Christ, then we'll never get to heaven. It all goes through Jesus. And this just love of Jesus transfers into our daily life. The book says, If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And I know it's difficult to love your neighbors, even friends and family sometimes, but even though they might be a royal pain in the butt, unreasonable and even nasty, you can still love them and be nice to them because you love God the Father. Every act of kindness that we do, first and foremost, is for God, and then for others, and then for ourselves. God is always first. Without God, there'd be hatred all over the place, even more than there is now, on account of so many people appearing to be impossible to like, let alone love. You know what I'm talking about. That's why we love God first and foremost, and then our neighbor. It's now possible for us to do so once we're a Christian understanding what Jesus instructs us to do. We become more resilient with a higher tolerance for their nonsense and your neighbor's insanity sometimes. The book says, A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overcome an offense. Now, we're not so quick to jump down somebody's throat. We're, we're able to let things slide. The ability to overlook an offense, the Bible talks about. That's a good thing. Let something slide every now and then, like a toboggan on ice. Let it slide. Overlook rudeness, obnoxiousness, bad sense of humor. Even overlook uh, your neighbor's smell sometimes. Yeah, you heard me. Overlook all that stuff. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, that smell, that old man smell. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or the vagrant smell. Which is worse? The old man smell or the vagrant smell? Or are they the same? Uh, you know, you got that greasy, oily hair going and your skin isn't breathing properly because all the pores are clogged up. We cook. Eh. And don't think you yourself have been such a charm all your life to people either. You think you have been such a delicate bouquet of flowers all your life? I don't think so. I'm sure plenty of people roll their eyes at you and still do. Yeah. At your antics and weird jokes. Yeah, you think you're a life at a party. Oh, I got a joke. Everybody come, huddles around. You tell this joke, and everybody gives fake laughs. And then Satan says to themselves, that wasn't funny. That was out of line, in fact. Uh, that was inappropriate for mixed company. And you roll your eyes, and you look goofy at the person. And you think you're the life at a party. Oh, yeah. You're so special. You're so perfect. You point the finger at everybody else. Well, every time you point the finger at yourself, no, that's not how it goes. Every time you point the finger at somebody else, three are pointing back at you. Don't ever forget that. So have a little tolerance, realizing that people have tolerance with you, right? It's a pretty simple equation. 
So let's all keep the faith, hope, and love alive in that order. The order is very important, faith, hope, and love. Order, it reminds me of uh, ninth grade in chemistry class when we were doing experiments in class, mixing chemicals. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to the order, and I should have. You know, there's all the test tubes with pretty colors of chemicals inside. Oh, I was just throwing them in, having fun. Evidently, I came within adding one chemical from blowing up the entire west wing of the high school. Yeah, my teacher stopped me. I, she said, you can't do that. It's going to fizz and fuzz and overflow and burn. Who knows what happens? But, you know, I blame the teacher a little bit. Yeah, I do blame her because why? Because she was good looking. Yeah, when you have a good-looking teacher in any class growing up when you're a kid, it's hard to concentrate. You're a young lad there looking at the board, then you're looking at her, looking at the board, looking at her. Come on, man. You, you teachers out there, you got to dress down. you got to hide your good-lookingness. Good you, you learn so much more with unattractive teachers. I think we can all agree. I can see the principal interviewing the teacher, saying, yes, you know, you're highly qualified, very highly qualified, but you know what? You can't get this job. I'm not giving you the job. And, and she goes, why, why? And then he says, because you're way too good looking. And the kids aren't going to be concentrating with you in the room. I can barely concentrate myself. By the way, what are you doing later on tonight, he asks. And that's just life. That's what goes on. <laughs> the book says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Did you follow that? Well, you should have because it makes a lot of sense. God is love. And you realize that that love should over overflow in us to create us as peacemakers instead of troublemakers. Yeah, you know those people. They love trouble. They love pressing the hot button to get you going. But the more love you got, the more of a peacemaker you are. So when you're in bad situations with people, do you make it better or do you make it worse? Being caring, kind, loving makes the situation better, even though they may not deserve it. Yeah, I'll be the peacemaker once again. Have tolerance. Have more resilience there. And if arguments and fights, fights get worse after your attempts to calm it down, then simply leave and, and just go away and learn to live another day and pray for them and pray for yourselves that your head doesn't explode with all their nonsense. Ah, you know, just do your best. Hey, before we go, i got to say this. Um... I heard that colleges test feces of dormitory rooms for the coronavirus. Colleges test feces of the dorm rooms to check for coronavirus. Did you hear me? Isn't that insane? Don't those people need to get a life? Are you out of your mind? I, 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 I see... Um, I, I imagine college... Uh, professors or, or those chemistry teachers, actually, dissecting feces, feces in a Petri dish with tweezers and scalpel. What are they doing? you got to get a life. 
uh, this has gone way out of control. And it's got to stop. Hopefully after the election. Let me check the radio. Yeah. See, I don't know when I'm, I'm, I'm out or not. I guess I'll hear the music again. But yeah. <laughs> Dissecting feces. Again. Just saying it makes me want to puke and throw up. Uh, ugh, this coronavirus, again, is such a farce. Get a grip. Nobody's dying. I don't care if a billion people get it. Who cares? Especially athletes. Let's get back to normal. Open up and let the chips fall where they may. Have trust in God and move forward. This lockdown got to stop. I don't know how clearly I can say it. I don't know if I'm still on the air or what. Let me put the radio on. Let me see. I guess I am. I don't know why I'm still going on. Don't I hear... Aren't I supposed to hear music? All roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. I'll say that. Just to, just make sure I get it in. But I don't know. Maybe my clock's off. We moved the furniture to clean the rug. Maybe that's what did it. And then we disconnected everything and reconnected it. I think that's why everything's off base here. Wait a minute. I see my computer, 8.58. I'm rushing here. My clock says 9 o'clock. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I get a hold of my wife. That's her department. Making sure everything's copacetic and back the way it was. Eh. Like I said, the computer's on the blink. I don't know what's going on. It's not responding as it always did. That's why I can't take calls. Next week, we'll go back to the same, hopefully. Hopefully, I'll get back in the studio. Bored guy, you got to talk to Wolf, Wolf Face, that little twerk. He's a short little guy anyway, uh, and, uh, also, isn't he? Napoleon Complex, once again. Who is that guy? These short guys, they either succeed greatly or they fail miserably and take it out on us. And so you're short. So what? Live with it. In heaven, maybe you won't be short. Maybe you'll be nine foot tall and everybody else will be three foot. Who knows? I'm going to say it again. All roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. And beyond, home of real talk. News Radio 790 WAEB, Allentown, Easton, Bethlehem. iHeartRadio.